What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi! Hey, viewing party listeners! You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag Mini Pod Squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. I don't know where you're going to throw that in the episode. We'll see. Maybe it'll be somewhere in the material middle. somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. So guess what? Wait, you didn't say it with me. I'm sorry. I was distracted. Okay. Yeah, okay, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I won't guess. It's still your birthday month. It's, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, right now, yeah. currently, yes. Which means ah! you have to tell us all about your birthday adventures. Uh, to uh, see Hamilton, because I want to hear. <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> Sit down. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on to your butts and get you some good coffee, because I like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I demand you drink it. Um, okay, hold on. Let me get some water in me, because this is going to talk a lot. <sighs> okay. <laughs> First, I did a wedding. Yes. Uh, it was really stressful, because there was this... There's this thing called tables... And they have to fit into this other thing called space. Oh, math. Math. Geometry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. No one else was understanding, like, the level of math and geometry that I was trying to do. But also just, like, it was a lot of, like, telling people, like, put it in this position and we'll see if it looks like, nope, move that table. <laughs> nope, move everything this way. Nope, can't do a diagonal. Let's try this. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of, they're like, oh, look, the tables fit. I'm like, but chairs don't. Right. So that's what I did that day. And then Saturday I had my party. Yeah. How'd it go? It was good. It was uh, a little unicorn theme. <laughs> unicorn party. Yeah. We had it at um, Standard Hall. I told them that I was a little surprised how many people were there because like last time I was there on a Sunday, it was super empty. They're like, yeah, I mean, it's really like, real hit or miss. Like you never really know. And I was like, oh, wait. OSU just had their move-in week, so the city yeah. is now, like, twice as full of horrible people <laughs> trying to get an education or something. I don't, I don't know. Just they're paying a lot of money to... College kids. They're paying a lot of money to clog up my city and <laughs> make my commute a lot harder. <laughs> it's real positive spin to um, it. I mean, that's just the interpretation I have some of the time. I don't really know how I feel the rest of the time, but that's the one today. So... Uh, it was super packed, uh, like a really nice bundle, like a variety of people came. Some of my coworkers came, which oh, was fun. exciting. We got to hang out with them. Everybody bought me drinks. I didn't get too drunk, which was really nice. Um, and then I had my birthday dinner on Monday. And then, <laughs> oh, I also got in a fight with Tallulah. So update on my cat. Mm, yes. Tallulah's been in the cone of shame for like two and a half weeks. It's been a while. We went back to have her um, vet 
visit check or like out. check in. Yeah. For, somehow I scheduled it for a week and a half, and I was like, no, it needs to be two. So then I rescheduled it, so it's two and a half weeks out from her first visit. She now knows the what the cage means, mm-hmm. what her like crate the carrier means. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's real pissed about it. So, um, <laughs> she heard it and freaked out, and we spent and I was crying. And I was screaming, and I said some very unkind words to her, <laughs> to the point where my brother was home, and he was like, do you need help? I've never heard you swear before. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so he helped me put Tallulah in the carrier. I'm all super scratched up. She's still in a cone, Aww. but we had to give her two more shots in her butt. She's costing me a lot of money. Poor thing. <gasps> poor thing, I'm poor. I know, both of you, poor thing. Poor thing, Katie. Uh, and then we went to family dinner, and I met my little brother's new girlfriend. Yeah. And she's great. Nice. She's pretty. She's pretty great. I got to eat my favorite food. We went to Marcella's. Mm-hmm. And I got the gnocchi, which mm-hmm. is my favorite. And I also had a sangria because it was so... Birthday. Oh, my God. Because birthday, and someone else was paying. <laughs> and then I got free dessert. It was really good. And then Tuesday... I saw the Snapchats. Or Instagram stories or whichever oh, things. My God. Tuesday was one of the best days of my life. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> uh, if y'all don't know, last year for my birthday, I got dumped. <laughs> yeah. On my birthday in my birthday dress when I was supposed to be at my favorite restaurant where Chella's having my favorite meal. I instead was getting broken up with. Mm. And so this year I was like, I'm going to have. The a great birthday of that. Yeah, I'm just going to have, like, I'm going to have the birthday that I want to. And so I did the things and went to the places of the people that I wanted to. And so, several months ago, I bought myself two tickets to see Hamilton. And I was like, I don't know who I'm going to go with. Maybe I'll just take myself. I don't really care. I'm going to go do this on my actual birthday mm-hmm. up in Cleveland. So I took my best friend, Brooke. And it was so good, Wesley. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm so happy. So, if you've been following this podcast, you know that we're huge fans of Lin-Manuel Miranda, and we reference him whenever possible. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like we, we did, like, Instagram lives of, like, the first act on our way up to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, we thought that the music was loud enough to drown us out, and we found out on the replays that it was not, and you could hear us real clear. Brooke was really concerned about her reputation, and I was like, I'm not. <laughs> like, pretty unconcerned. I'm out here with no makeup, no bra, live, just, like, fake rapping. Like, I'm, like, I'm really unconcerned with my image, clearly. Like, it's my birthday, and I don't really care. Um, so we stayed in, like, an Airbnb with our friend Rory. Thanks, our friend Rory. We got to stay right on the harbor. Oh, nice. Like, the Cleveland Harbor, yeah. or, or, like, the Cleveland Docks. Or, yeah, um, whatever. On the um, lake. Yeah. Like, right on the lake. You could hear all the ships in the morning. It was cool. really cool. Uh, and so the balance shifts. And so the, uh, so then we went, uh, so we got, so we went, uh, we had tacos. Uh, sorry. We got there, and I put on my makeup, and we got all dressed up, and, uh, uh, we got tacos, and then we got there. But then, I'm so tired. I've been exhausted. I keep yawning because you're yawning. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm not tired. I'm just tired. I'm just sleepy in general, guys. Okay, so we got there. We got to the, um, I want to call it the palace because it feels like 
It's Playhouse <sighs> Square, right? Playhouse Square. I don't know. I didn't know what Playhouse Square was. It's like a... It's the name of the theater, it's right? It's a block. Yeah. That has like three or four theaters. Oh, cool. All like lined up. I don't go to Cleveland very often, so... I never go to Cleveland ever. We did pass the building where I saw the city center where I got to see John Green. Oh, right. IRL. That was really fun. Um, I want him to come to the podcast festival. I want to reach out, and I want John Green to come. Anyways, I just remembered that. That's on my list of things to do is to be like, hey, John. (laughs) Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. Um, And, I don't know. We took a bunch of pictures outside of the marquee, and then we finally got inside, and I almost didn't get my tickets. Dude, will call always freaks me out. Because yeah. they're always like, do you want to buy insurance on your tickets? And I'm like, why would I need insurance for you to do your job? Right? Like, you're just going to get... I already paid for them. Like, so I get really nervous. And she looked at him, and she was like, um... I had to give him my ID. Mm-hmm. She was like... She asked something about my address, and I was like, well, what's the address you have on there? And she gave me this look, and I was like, oh, obviously you can't answer that question. It's a security question. Yes, this is my new address that is not the same as my ID. <laughs> you are correct, I moved. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she gave me my tickets, and I was like, Ugh. I was like, that was a dumb question on my end. I, I totally understand why you're asking me this. And then we bought merch. And I got, oh, I should have brought them to show you. I thought about it, and then I thought about it differently. <laughs> and then I left the house. And so, <laughs> so I got a mug yeah. that says, wait for it. Nice. <laughs> and then it says, like, Hamilton on the handle, and inside is, like, Hamilton on the star, like, nice. at the bottom of the mug. And then I also got a magnet, because I love magnets. Um, super excited. I don't know why I have a magnet. Where am I even going to put it? I lo- I'm so excited about it. And then I also got, first I got, I was going to get a, a flap build yeah. cap that says A.ham. Yeah. In, like, gold lettering. Yeah. I, I almost got that. And then I was like, I really hate flat build caps. They don't look good on me, and I don't wear them often enough. And then there was another cap that I saw, and it just had, like, the Hamilton Star yeah. logo on it. And it said, like, Hamilton Tour yeah. or whatever, 2018, on the back. And, like, your little ponytail. Mm-hmm. Hole. Yeah. Whatever. What I is that know. hole for? The adjustment thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So then I got that, and then I regretted it. I was like, I'm never going to wear this hat. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. So then I saw a sign that said no returns or exchanges, but I went back at the end and was like, hey, I bought a hat. Super weird impulse decision. It doesn't look good on me. I checked it out real quick. Can I swap it out for that t-shirt, and I'll just pay the difference? And they were like, okay, sure. I was like, this is the woman that helped me. Like, she can verify yeah. that I did, like, I did purchase it. Yeah. Like, all of this. I have the receipt still. And they were like, yeah, okay, that's fine. So now I have a gray shirt that has um, the Skylar Sisters silhouette. Oh, in, like, black. nice. So I feel like, out of all the shirts, I was like, that is the one I'm most likely to wear is, like, gray with black. Yeah. Because I can wear it to work. Yeah. Um, but the show is so <laughs> Good. We had Hamilton's understudy playing Hamilton that day. Yeah. Uh, he's beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, uh. Aaron Burr was played by, I forgot his name. Oh, I have the playbill with me. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. This is actually just a Hamilton podcast now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so wonderful. <laughs> I have a playbill that I bought online. From the original Broadway Ooh, cast. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, I bought it online and I was like, I need this. Okay, 
uh, I don't know. The cast is in here somewhere. They always, like, hide the cast. Oh. The cast was played by... Oh, his name... Sorry. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton was played by Wanza Johnson. And Aaron Burr was played by Nick Walker. And... Uh, okay, so Nick Walker is this tall, bald black man with, like, a full beard. Okay. And he played... Like the slimiest Aaron Burr I've ever Ooh. seen, and I like it. It was the first two songs that everyone was like, "I don't know about this." Yeah. So we were all like, ooh, ooh. "But like, four songs in, you were like, I'm into it.' You're like, yeah. He was like, he was, like, he was a slippery little snake. <laughs> like, oh, like he was like villainous actually. Nice. Which was really cool because the Aaron. In the soundtrack is played a little bit differently. Yeah. But I, and I didn't expect it to be exact because obviously everybody gets to have their own interpretation right. of the character. Right. But there's only so much nuance you can have with like a musical that moves that quickly. Right. But like he was so good and I cried seven different times. I was, for whatever reason, I. By, by time five, I was like, why am I counting? <laughs> like, I didn't understand why I was counting. I was like, well, that's four, I guess. I cried. I cried during my shot. No, I cried during the opening number. Well, yeah. I cried during my shot. Yeah. I cried maybe during Helpless. Mm. I cried during uh, Nonstop, right before the act break. I think that was four in the first act. <laughs> and then I cried during... There's a lot of crying in the second act. <laughs> Just like uh, yeah. I cried during like Hurricane and uh, it's quiet uptown. Well, and I yeah. cry. I think I might have also cried during the War of Yorktown. I was just like a bawling mess. <laughs> and I told, oh, I told Rob. I was like, I'm gonna cry, and he was like, You're not gonna cry. Victoria said, Have you met her? <laughs> exactly. Like, of course she's gonna cry. Like. Just because you wouldn't cry doesn't mean no one else is going to... I was a... Brooke and I were a weepy mess. Brooke and I were holding hands. We had our hands on each other's knees. She, during the second act, had kicked her shoes off and wrapped herself in her chair <laughs> watching the show. And then a couple other people... Some... A couple people in our row, like, left during the first act. What? I don't... Maybe they were offended. But, like, you're the idiot who didn't listen to the soundtrack. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thought. So then the people next to me, like, like moved down a seat, so I had all this room to just feel. <laughs> and boy, did I. I was, like, hot and then cold and then crying and then probably sneezing. I don't know. I was, like, ugh. <laughs> it was so... It is so smooth. This show, it, like... Yeah. They had... 30 people on stage at one point and they all blended in with the shadows. You like didn't realize how many people were on wow. stage. Like the way that they were able to just kind of like blend in with the shadows of things to create a little bit of like depth and like slowly kind of shrink the stage a little bit without before you're like, oh, there's people everywhere. Oh my God. Like they have two rotating stages. Like it is immaculate. Mm -hmm. Like this is nothing like I'm aware that this is nothing that's ever been done before, but this is truly nothing that has ever been done by this yeah. before. And it moves so smoothly. Yeah. Like there's no the lights are down and now the set is going to change. Right. It's like the set changes with the characters. Wild. The characters the characters are in charge of the setting. 
which is so hmm. indicative of what was happening in history that, like, these people were literally changing the foundation of the world. Like, it is insane to think mm-hmm. about. And I've never been super patriotic, but during the War of Yorktown, I was like, America! <laughs> I was just like, I love you so much! Like, I just was losing my mind. I just didn't even know what to do anymore. I was like, I totally get My friend Brooke, like, loves America. Like, she's, like, the most patriotic. She's going to be president one day. <laughs> it's a whole thing. And I was just like, but I was like, I get why she feels this way about her country now. I was like, this is why people love guns. Like, I was just like, I get it. I totally get it. Like, this is, uh. um, it was, it was superb. I mean, Good. really, there were like a couple things that because we know the soundtrack so well. Right. We picked up, I don't know if Lafayette actually completed his rap. It was a little muddled. But like but it was, still. but like it's also not David Diggs, who's like one of the fastest rappers alive. So like, right. what am I worried about? <laughs> like, sorry, dude, you're you're a runner up, and um, and then Hamilton said the the words um, the nation of a nation. We now get to build instead of notion of a nation. But like it's, I was just like it's one vowel, right now. And I think uh, oh the other one the one thing that like threw me off is that George Washington was short. Oh, so you had so like. And not that you could do anything about the height of a human being necessarily, but like Lafayette and Burr and um, the uh, the Taylor Hercules Mulligan. I was that's the only name that I could come up with. Yeah, that's fine. They were super <laughs> tall. Yeah, and then Hamilton and Lawrence were like they were like much short, but it was like very tall humans and mm-hmm. like. Average height. A li- like a yeah. little less than average height yeah. humans um, all next to each other. So they looked like a huge height difference. I was like, well, this is interesting. And it worked well for Lawrence to be like a kid. But then Washington was even just like maybe shorter than Hamilton by like a tiny bit. Hmm. So that was weird. To But he com- like his voice was really big. He, he like he was flat for one moment and we were all like, ooh. But other than like those like the small things that happen in a live show that right, are like to be right. expected, yeah, it was like. I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing that we were like, ooh, you, ooh, that was messy. Mm-hmm. Like everything moved smoothly. The dance numbers were spot on. That bullet, though, are you are you know about this character? Mm-mm. There's so there's a character called Bullet. Okay. And two or three times throughout the show, they show a bullet headed towards Hamilton. So that when you get to the final number, the duel between Burr and Hamilton, Mm -hmm. like Burr fires a shot out of his gun and a woman like shows up and everything goes in a slow motion. And she's using her hands to show the bullet like headed towards him while he's giving his whole speech trying to figure out what his choice is going to be. And he's like... Do I shoot him or not? Yeah. What are the consequences of all of this? Like, if, while he's making his choice, there's a bullet flying towards him. That's and she's cool. like, she's doing being like lifted in the air and spun around and everything. There's like a whole like choreography happening with her. But a couple times in the show, there's like a bullet heading towards him. And it like misses him barely a couple times. And I was like, oh my God. Like, it's so good. It's awesome. so good. Like, they do those things. And I knew that she was a character, but I hadn't ever like seen her 
in like her mm-hmm. character like start to finish. I've seen a lot of it online, but like not like the whole whole thing. So it was super cool to see that. That's awesome. Oh it was so good. What was not good were the other people in the audience, Wesley. They were the worst. These e I <clears throat> I bet thirty percent of the audience had actually heard the soundtrack before. It was really upsetting. Because they were laughing at jokes that, like, we were like, have you never heard this joke before? <laughs> and then at some point... Probably not. And then at some point we were like, oh my god, they have... Like, we got it. Like, Brooke and I were like, they've never seen this show before. The girl next to us... I don't know who she is. We'll call her Karen. <laughs> her name might be Karen. It's a popular name. I called someone Karen last night. She was like, it's Kathy. And I was like, I know. I was a joke. <laughs> she was like, my sister's name is Karen. I was like, well, that's unfortunate for her. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, girl. Uh, um, she was looking... So her boyfriend sat next to me. Or sorry, whoever she was with, the guy she was with, sat down next to me. And he was like, I gotta get a picture of this. This is, like, so surreal to, like, see this. And I was like, oh, cool. He knows what's up. Clearly, she'd been dragged there to the cultural event of the year. Yeah. By her boyfriend, who, like, knew what he was doing. And she sat there during the intermission and was like, so is the whole thing music? And we were like... If you could see what? our eyes right now. <laughs> Brooke and I were just listening. The woman in front of us was Googling Hamilton synopsis during the intermission. And we're like, what is wrong with you? Like, I feel bad, but I don't because you've had, how, like, how many years? Even if you're a season ticket holder and you were going to go to this, you could Google it before you leave the house. Oh, my God. Or even figure or out just something you like. Or just be paying attention to the fact that, like, it was written by a Pulitzer Prize winning person. <laughs> like, right? Lordy. But it was one of those, like, I think a lot of, I just can't, I cannot imagine following that story with the pace that the story moves at. And like, it's just like character development out the butt. Mm-hmm. And it's so fast. And it's three hours of like, non-stop, like, movement. Mm-hmm. And having to like, catch all of that and never and having never heard the story before and not knowing what's going on, that just seems like a really rough time for an audience member. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, I'm a lot of times I tend to be the kind of person that's like, don't tell me anything. I want to go into a movie not knowing. Sure. But if you're paying a hundred plus dollars for a ticket right? to a Broadway show. Right? That has been in the news for years. The bad seats were hundred dollars. Even if you don't like even if you haven't listened to it, like be aware. Like, like, what is going on? I was like, ooh, I feel kind of bad. But the girl was like, I've seen other plays and they aren't like this. I'm like, it's not a play, Karen. <laughs> it's a musical. Ugh. And I was like, also, I don't think you've seen real musicals. I think you've seen Hello, Dolly, which <laughs> is like a real musical. But, but like, it's like... Not a contemporary musical. You know, like, you've yeah. probably seen some, you know, some, like, the, the Sound, sound of, of Music. music yeah. <laughs> which is great. But it's incredible. compared to the pacing of modern theater. Oh, my God. It's so different. It's so different. So, like, that, like, the sort of audience around us was really interesting and annoying. And, like, the comments we heard afterwards. One couple said, well, it might have been better if we not hadn't been so close. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Like... <laughs> What do you, like, I would happily trade yeah. with you. I would, uh, and it was, what was really frustrating was I was sitting there, I was like, I know so many people who wanted tickets to this and could not get tickets. Because, because these people who don't know what they're doing were taking up seats. 
And that was really, like, sad for me to be like, man, I almost got backstage. Wow. And by almost, I mean one of my friends who was at my birthday party is really good friends with a cast member in Hamilton. She was like, I can totally get you backstage for your birthday. And I was like, what? But it turns out that she's in the tour that's in D.C. right now. Oh, it's not the the same one. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, girl, like, you were you were gonna get me backstage. Yeah. And that means about as much as getting backstage. <laughs> like, that's fine. But she was ready to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll pull you backstage afterwards. And I was yeah. like, oh. um, But it was amazing. We were, like, centered. Nice. We had center seats, floor seats. It was so good. I just talked for 40 minutes about Hamilton. That's Okay. And I had a great birthday, and we drove home, and it was really nice, and then I went back to work and stuff, and, you know, I'm 28 now, and I know a lot. I'm so much better and smarter and wiser and prettier and Hamilton or... I I knew that I would be a different person afterwards, and here I am. Yep. I have pinker hair, and I'm tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Neither neither of those are actually true. Um, And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yay, Hamilton. Happy birthday month. I spent all of the time talking about that so we wouldn't have to talk about this movie. I figured. You're welcome. Did you watch anything interesting? I, which <laughs> you want to park and wreck after my birthday? We can park and wreck for a minute. Ugh. So I was at home this weekend and saw that my parents have a copy of, it's over there, the new Paddington movie. Oh, God. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this because I don't know if you remember... Back when The Shape of Water came out, Mm -hmm. somebody was tweeting about the fact that one of the movies, one of the Paddington movies, had really similar plot points to The Shape of Water. Interesting. And I was like, what? I gotta find this out. So when I found that my parents had one and the other one was on, is on Netflix, so I spent Friday night watching Paddington. Yes! (laughs) By yourself. And... The first movie really does have a lot of weird correlations to The Shape of Water. It's crazy. That's strange. So in both movies, they, so the way they explain a talking bear in Paddington is that some explorer was in darkest Peru, which is where he's from, discovers these bears, teaches them all about London, and then leaves. And so when some something bad happens in Peru, they sneak the little cub bear onto a boat to London. Oh. So, and his aunt is the one who is, like, back in Peru. So we've got this specimen of a creature that no one's seen before that's brought from far away to a quote-unquote civilized country. There's a person who is trying, who just wants to, like, kill the creature so that they can learn more about it scientifically, you're kidding. No, there's... Uh, what? This the is char- a kid's movie? Yeah, there's a character who wants to stuff him and, like, put him in a museum. Oh, got it. So, but the whole, like, that's her entire... Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um... That's her shtick. Who's the Australian female actress? Lin-Manuel Miranda? No. <laughs> anyway, you would know her if you saw her, but... There's also a scene where they ask him if he wants to freshen up in the bathroom and he floods the entire bathroom so that the bathtub floats and is swimming in it. Same. Yep, that's a thing. Um, There's another point where someone dresses up as a cleaning lady and, like, pushes a cart around and you're like, 
that's also what, what the women do that's in Shape thing. of Water. Yeah. And, like, it was just, there are a lot of weird parallels to the movie. So the first one. And then the second one features um, Hugh Grant as a villain who is an actor who is pretend, like a super pretentious actor who's like washed up and playing a dog in a dog food commercial. And it's ridiculous. That's like weird. That's It's so yeah. ridiculous. That's like weird parallel. Like it, there's really yeah. weird parallels. Yeah, the first, yeah, it's so silly. The first movie and... Shape of Water do you have similar parallels the second one is the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes this year you know I read something about that yeah which is strange yeah it's like one of the top five movies with 100% ratings I don't get it I don't I mean it's a charming movie about a bear who loves marmalade but a bear who loves him some marmalade so yeah, weird parallels too. Also, Sally Hawkins is in both of those movies. Stop. Yeah. Stop. She's in both. She plays like the mom in Paddington and is the main character in Shape of Water. That's crazy. It's it was real weird, but this is Aaron Burr, by the way. Oh, nice. You should take a picture of that so we can put it in the show notes. Yeah, we can just take a picture of like the whole cast here. They were so good. There's, there's Hamilton, little Wanza. Nice. Anyways, sorry. I was just looking at him Hamilton. again. I love him. Anything else you watched besides Hamilton? <sighs> yes. I have been watching Bachelor in Paradise. I don't want to recap much because it's like kind of a not great season, I guess. That's what the people who watch it all the time are like. This season's not <laughs> so great. Uh, we just brought like an alleged sexual predator on Bachelor in Paradise. And oh, he's, like, stealing. He's Mr. Steal Your Girl. And he's hang- making on my girl, Kendall. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> so, that's a thing. Bachelor in Paradise is funny. Uh, it's funny. Jordan threw a teddy bear in the ocean. I saw that on a preview. It was, was really like, great. Wait, I, why is honestly, this show? The reason that I was watching, I was like, I need to know why this happens. And the only other thing I need to know is why, you might want to bleep this, is at some point, Leo says to Joe or to Kendall, he says something to someone and says, have fun with grocery store bitch over there. Because Joe owns a grocery store. And I was like, that man is an entrepreneur. Like, what? <laughs> like what he a is weird. A, he owns a small slur. grocery. <laughs> like, why would you slur That's on this so man? Who's so sweet. And then apparently they actually fight. Unlike in The Bachelorette last season when they <laughs> fake when they had like a fake fight and they staged it to look like that and it was not a fight. Oh this is like they showed a punch get thrown and producers like pull him back. Which was like kind of exciting yeah one of the best parts of the bachelor in paradise has actually just been everybody else's behind the scenes things that they've been posting on instagram of yeah. like when filming got shut down because there was a storm and so people are just like laying around in a cabana <laughs> just like bored out of their minds like oh, paradise must they be terrible. film a lot at night and i'm like how late is everybody awake it has to be like 3 a.m or something That's stupid weird. like I could not do that. They would be like, we need to keep filming. And I'd be like, no. No, thank you. shot. <laughs> and that'd be like the whole thing. Um, I also watched, I've been watching the show Insatiable. 
Yeah. Highly don't recommend. Yeah. I'm going to finish out this season because I want to know what they do. I just want to know, like, how they wrap it up. Yeah. Because I'm like, what are you even... Every time I'm like, okay, this show might be settling into itself. No. No. It's not. It never settles into itself. It's always terrible. But I'm, but it's not it's not bad enough that you're like, ugh, I'm so bored. I can never watch it. It's just trite. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's really lazy. Like, yeah. Man, lazy take, is the word I've heard a lot of people use to describe it. It's taking every cliche of, mm-hmm. like, somebody overheard something. Now somebody's pregnant. Now somebody's heard something else. Now they're texting. And it's just like, yeah. oh, God. It's like a... It's like a... I don't know. Imagine, like, a cereal bowl. Oh, no. And you put like your favorite cereal in it and then you put also your other favorite cereal and then your other favorite cereal and then your other favorite cereal and then someone else's favorite cereal that you're like why did that even get in here and then suddenly you're eating really bad cereal mm-hmm. and then also it's milk and that's gonna make you poop weird later <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> insatiable <laughs> it's just like some things you were like oh this this may be interesting Nope. Nope, nope, nope. No. I The whole first episode, I was like, this might be interesting. This might be a really interesting show. I think I might like this. And you get to the end and you're like, I don't really know what we're doing anymore. Yeah. And it's just like a, suddenly you took your some cereals that were like pretty good as far as cereals go. And I have it's a like really bad cereal. Loops are fine, but you, when you put it with like... Cocoa, Cocoa Pebbles, Pebbles and, like, and Honey Nut Cheerios and Grape Nuts and you're just like and, what? And marshmallows <laughs> and oops all berries uh, and like shredded like, wheat and you're just and like, like what? <laughs> 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 ew, ew, ew. And like, there's nope. separately those can be good things. Like yeah, separately there's a lot going but all on. All together like, with strawberry milk poured over it is not no. Good thing. <laughs> ew, strawberry milk no. No, but it was, no, it's not even, it's like, it's like, (laughs) but the thing is, the bowl that you're eating is also all that stuff mixed together, but it's like the leftover strawberry milk from somebody else's bad bowl of cereal that got poured onto this bowl of cereal. And that is what this show feels like. Welp. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Please put that somewhere online. It's an apt description of this show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This week, now that we're at the end of so the podcast. So we should probably talk about this show. <sighs> Listen, this movie. we entered the Tatumverse. The Tatumverse did not enter us. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Oh, Can no. I tell you this one horrible thing about Insatiable, though? This is my favorite scene yeah, that they've done this whole yeah. time. My favorite scene that they've done that I was like, boy, that is on the nose, actually funny is at the opening number for the Miss Magic Jesus pageant. All of the girls do, like, an opening number together. Yeah. And they're all in, like, these, like, white, shimmery, like, choiry robes with, like, sashes, so they're sort of dressed as Jesus-y or whatever, and they do this whole opening number. (laughs) And they take all the things that sometimes about Christian songs or church songs, and I'm like, boy, that sounds uncomfortable in a funny little context. And they just talk about, like, Jesus, like, please enter me, and the Holy Spirit, ride me. Oh, no. And they're just like, please, please, I need you. And I was like, oh, no. it was actually really funny. Oh. And 
that's the only, I haven't laughed once until that number. And then I was like, this is great. This is so like clearly written by girls who did not go to church, but like, no, just enough of the lingo. And then there was like a rap break where they're just like, crucifix. (laughs) Just like saying words. No. Like church words. No. (laughs) Like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm watching this right now. But I, but I just, after the show, I was like, I can absolutely believe I'm watching this yeah. right now. It was, uh, it was oh really dear. Good. Maybe I'll see if I can find it online. Oh, <laughs> it was man. so funny. Uh, anyways. So anyways. So we entered the we tatum verse, and it was not good. No. The end of the description. No. So we watched The Eagle this oh. week. Which... Did we? I didn't. Well, we sat through... <laughs> we sat through it. The Eagle. So, we assumed it would be, like, another soldier movie, because it sounds American and patriotic. Mm-hmm. And it was a soldier movie, but it was a 120 AD Roman soldier crossing Hadrian's Wall movie. Because there was a eagle sculpture that needed to be returned for honor listen (laughs) this eagle has no magical powers like the ring it's literally just like like an emblem that they carried into war to look at as a reminder of how great they were like so basically that was it. it was like honestly it was kind of this it was a little bit like the flag the way that we represent our country oh i was gonna say something much filthier oh, that's worse well. the flag will be fine but it was very much like <laughs> here's an inanimate object that we have placed we have placed a value lot on. of value on and we need it back or we can't fight or whatever because they wanted to restore honor to the family <sighs> dishonor <laughs> on you dishonor <laughs> on your cow <laughs> like uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't know, this might be a good spot to interject Matthew's interview. <laughs> yes, we can, right here, put his thoughts. The Eagle? It's terrible. The movie about the Romans? How do you know about this movie? <laughs> I saw it. You saw this movie? Yeah. Oh, God, what did you, how did you feel about it? <laughs> Like, Not so good. Like, what do you remember? Not much, because it just kind of was blah. Yeah? Yeah. If you have something interesting to say, we might keep you in the podcast. <laughs> um, As a man, I, I how did you feel about it? I wasn't particularly it? impressed by any aspect of the movie. That doesn't say a lot in its, you know, defense. Okay, good. I was wondering, like, this is clearly a movie for men. How did men feel about it? <laughs> Verdict is no. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the, kind, it's the kind of movie that I might like, but I didn't. <laughs> that's kind of our consensus. Yeah, right? that's the like. I said this is a really big budget for a bad movie. <laughs> Matthew, everybody. You can find his podcast on SoundCloud. It is called Sea of Sound, oh. where he uh, 
It's a podcast about listening. This <laughs> kind of. Uh, he, like, has been talking to people who have had really interesting lives or interesting stories and just, like, listening to them. It's, like, an interesting... And there's, like, music. It's a heavily edited and well-edited podcast, and there's, like, music involved, so a lot of it has been, like, musicians from, like, the area oh, that cool. he knows. Um, I'm just going to talk to them. The first episode is, like, really heart-wrenching and really, really good. And he interviewed his friend Jess, whose husband, Matt, had just passed away from cancer. Mm. And so, like... That's within a week emotional. of that they like sat down and played some of yeah. his songs and like talked and wow. it was really really good yeah I was like whoa I feel like I know these people that I don't know yeah it was really good so check it out everybody That's Matthew Welchel's Sea of Sound podcast on SoundCloud thanks Matthew <laughs> you're cute um was that a lot of pause for you <laughs> Oh, to yeah. edit? Oh, okay, great. I'll just chop it and put it in the middle. It's <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so Wesley and I the whole time were like, well, I in my head was like, this is clearly a movie like designed for men to appreciate. and It was one of those movies that's like, let's put a bunch of cool fight scenes with a loose plot. And like a weak, like, honor-centric plot. And like father-son Drama. relationship. Yeah. So do you want, should we do a basic plot review? I don't think we need to at all. I don't even want I mean, to waste the time. The base, it's basically Channing Tatum's character is essentially the same character as he is in Son of No One. Yeah. Where he's like. He's a, less puffy in this one though. He is less puffy. He's a little less puffy. Um, Because he's know, Italian. Because <laughs> he's, he's a Roman. Um, his dad was a soldier, went off to battle with this eagle sculpture thing. And his platoon or whatever they call them. Splatoon. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't come back and lost a whole group of 5,000 men or something. So, of course, he decides to follow in his dad's footsteps, get the honor back, becomes a soldier, like, is dishonorably discharged for being a brave soldier, and then decides he's going to go behind enemy lines by himself with his kind of slave who he saved from being killed in a gladiator tournament. Yeah. Because apparently he was feeling graceful that day, but then like threatened to kill him every time he did something wrong. But then they were best friends at the end. Whatever. So he eventually goes Rose before hoes, Nami. They <laughs> they go to the far reaches of the Roman Empire, fight a bunch of people, get the eagle back, come back, the end. Yep. Meanwhile, problematically along the way, we watched and tried to count, and it was a half an hour in before the first female appeared. Yes, 28 minutes. So I had been, I scrolled, I scrolled through the IMDb and I was like, cause you asked, we were joking and you were like, who's the like sexualized female? Yeah. And I was like, nobody, there are no women listed. It's the Eagle. It's the Eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like I skimmed through it and I was like, there's no women here. Um, so yeah, 30 minute, 28 movies, 28 movies, 28 minutes, (laughs) 28 movies later, (laughs) 28 minutes into the movie, we finally see a woman. In, in a the, crowd scene. 
Yeah. It's like, a the only women in this entire movie are in crowd scenes. Yeah. None of them have any lines. There is no Bechdel test for no. this movie. It didn't even start. Nope. It yeah, nope. didn't even put its name on the top of the page. Nope. There was no... It was like, B... Nope. <laughs> Backspace. <laughs> like, did not even a contender. Nope. Um, oh, yeah. God. So... There were a couple other big name actors in this. Donald Sutherland played like a old Roman guy. And Jamie Bell played the like Englishman slash slave slash whatever he was. But this movie was real boring. And real dark. I slept through the middle of it. I was stabbing. trying to stay awake. I yeah. could not. I was snoring a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew I was. Yeah. I do this weird thing where I'm like aware of my own snoring, but I can't wake up. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God, I hear it, but mm, <laughs> I just couldn't care. It was so... I hate movies. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted you to have You're that like, sound bite like, someday. Well. <laughs> For when I do something like really bad and they'll be like she had this movie podcast but she didn't even like <laughs> that kind of thing that's the kind of thing that would happen in insatiable yes uh it's it's like i hate movies where they make an indigenous people that have had their lands taken from them mm-hmm. and like their lives destroyed and make them the bad guys for yeah being like Y'all are assholes. Yeah, and that's what a lot of this movie was. And we need some restoration. It was like over here. the Roman soldiers need their honor, so they need to kill everyone. And we're like, this that no. No. These people are defending They're themselves. They're colonizers. Like Like what no Romans aren't good people in this type of history. They were like awful. Well, not like Romans are bad people. Because like it's but like a bad good thing. The but, Roman Empire. But I should yeah. not be sympathizing with yeah. Rome ever. <laughs> In my experience, like, I don't know why this is always a, like, oh, wow, let's, uh, like, It no. was very, yeah, it was very framed around the the Roman soldier needing to bring honor back to his family. And he had zero character development when it came to the fact that... What character? Yeah. He, yeah. He was very one-track-minded. He, this, like, Jamie Bell's character, the slave, well, I don't remember his name anymore, mm. um... Start with an E, and that's all I know. Escar, Esca, Esca. I think that's Something right. Something right. But he didn't seem to understand, even when Esca explained, like what happened to his own family when the Romans came and attacked them. That the Romans were still pretty not the dudes. good guys. Like he yeah. never got past the fact that they were the good guys and everyone else was wrong. Yep. Again, if there had been a woman. If there had been this, one woman with a speaking role. Although I who thought. Who could have sat down and said, this is stupid. I thought I saw at the end that it was based on a book written by a woman. And I was just like, That's are you kidding me? horrible. I'm going to throw it. I wonder what the book is like, though. If it's anything like the movie or. We don't need no women. Um, let me check. Yeah, it's written. The Eagle of the Ninth, written by Rosemary Sutcliffe. You know what would have happened if, like, Eska's character was a woman? <laughs> they would have, like, had some weird rapey thing happen yep. and then fallen in love with each other. <laughs> yep. That's all. That's my prediction. 
uh, I mean, on the one hand, women weren't like yeah, I fetishized or anything in I this movie. I sure didn't see any rape <laughs> happening, thank the Lord. <laughs> Holy moly, I've seen enough of that on Insatiable. The only time... Also, other comments about Insatiable oh, no. and other TV shows that I hate so much are when people, like, discover that they're attracted to each other, and then they begin kissing each other, and then their first instinct is to take their clothes off wherever they are. And I'm like, that is not how humans function. <laughs> like, no one I have ever known in all of my horrible, horrible, sinful escapades before I was 28, <laughs> have ever been like, I should take all of my clothes off right now in this bathroom. <laughs> like, no! No! There's I don't know! so many know. reasons why that Like, we haven't talked awful. about this yet. It's very upsetting. I don't understand it. I hate it. it. Makes me so mad. So, this is a book that exists. It was written in 2000. Whatever. By this very nice looking British lady. Oh, Rosemary, <laughs> you suck. Maybe the book is good, and in this movie it's, it's just really bad. The Eagle. She should know better. There's a whole series, I guess. I'm not interested. The Dolphin Ring Cycle. What does that mean? Stop. <laughs> Stop. It sounds like a period. <laughs> I don't. Sounds like. Birth control. Oh, gross. Oh, God. <laughs> gross. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. This is the worst movie. This is honestly... Is there... What? Is it this and G.I. Joe are, like, the worst Channing Tatum movies? Yeah. So far? Well, and that's the... Th- like, he wasn't necessarily bad in it. This movie was just bad. He also wasn't very good. Like, I mean, there was nothing for him to do. There was nothing for him to do but action scenes. Yeah. So he was trying to be, like, serious action star... Making all these dramatic faces and stuff. and The accents threw me off a lot in this movie. I was... Because you meet him and he has, like, a, like, quasi-British accent. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an, in, like, a European influence. And then he's speaking to a guy who has a very distinct uh, American accent. And then they might have been speaking Gaelic in the, like, indigenous tribe. Yeah. Who they also just made out to be barbarians anyways. And yeah. I was like, this is I not... I don't know how... Historically do. accurate, that is at all. I don't. I tried even to look up like what indigenous peoples of that area were like, and I couldn't find anything easily online. Right, they were all just wearing like. But like these mud masks. It, yeah, it was very, very stereotypical looking. It was stupid. It was so stupid. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. So but I slept through a lot of it. We do not recommend this movie. No, God, how many Channing Tatum's would you give this movie? This is another one where it gets one because there is a Channing Tatum in it. I'm going to give him half because I only ever see half of his body <laughs> while he was Fair. asleep. <laughs> oh, they did have the gratuitous, like, man is asleep with some sexy light behind him <laughs> and a fur blanket. But who and was then, that for? Because everyone who wanted to see know! this was a dude. <laughs> and then he wakes up and we see his abs. And then he gets out. And then suddenly he's, like, fully dressed. I was just like... This movie, though. I was like, ooh la la, what? <laughs> so it gets a collective 1.5 Tatums. Also... <laughs> I Listen, I just enjoy accuracy. Like, it, like, I like... Like, it just makes me so happy. I hate that they need men 
wandering the wilderness, who are Roman and not growing beards the whole time. I would grow a beard in that <laughs> amount of time. Like, this is not a drill, Hollywood. Uh, Just... <sighs> with Hollywood, you either get that or you get Leonardo like, Leonardo oh, no, I was gone lips one day. <laughs> were destroyed, and his hair was a disaster by the end of The Revenant. I'm sorry, yeah. microphone. Like, it is so simple. Yeah. It is so simple. I mean, there's a lot of continuity issues with different shots. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, they spent enough money on this Fine. getting Roman They spent costumes. so much money on this movie. Terrible. The worst. It gets one and a half Tatums total. Yep. <laughs> they even get a full two Tatums from two people. <laughs> we could each give it 0. .75 Tatums. <laughs> Three quarters of a Tatum. <laughs> Three quarter Tatum. It was so bad. I just, like, uh, The good news is... The next three movies after this are The Vow, 21 Jump Street, and Magic Bike. Oh, hallelujah. Hashtag Magic Mike by Christmas. Thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. Miss Magic Jesus over here. <laughs> oh, I'm so, oh, that makes me so happy. So, I mean, we will eventually get to, like, Jupiter Ascending and G.I. Joe 2, but we've got some good ones in the meantime. Good. I can handle Jupiter Ascending. At least it's like... I've never seen it, so that should be interesting. It's so bad. We gotta, like, <laughs> But bad it. in a different way, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's in space. <laughs> 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 um, it's really long. It's fine. I'm not gonna worry about it. The Vow is one of my favorite movies yeah. anyways. Yeah. It's just a movie I really enjoy, so I'm very excited. The next three are gonna be great, and then we can just end the podcast. <laughs> just like, well, we got to Magic Mike, and we're done. And Magic Mike by Christmas! <laughs> but don't you want to get to Magic Mike 2, Donald Glover? <laughs> you mean Magic Glover? <laughs> yes, the sorry. musical? Somebody on <gasps> Twitter said, they were like, why hasn't Magic Mike XXL been made into a musical yet? And people were like, someone get on that. Well, Magic Mike has. It's a musical. I haven't listened to the soundtrack. I should do that. You probably should. Listen to the Mean Girls soundtrack. It's pretty fun. You've told we us about, about that. that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, did I tell you about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'll listen to that Magic Mike soundtrack before Christmas, and nice. then I can do a little compare and contrast. <laughs> Some compare and contrast. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the singing is. I'm really interested now. i got to figure that out. All right. You do <sighs> that. Well, is there anything else? I don't think so. Awesome. You want, me, you want me to take us Let's home? Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whisk it for me. It's a, it's, I'm Sexualizing Food by Jim Gaffigan. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Viewing Party. This is really just an episode about Hamilton Basically, <laughs> and how good fun. it is. But don't worry about it. It's all. It's mostly maybe. How should, many Channings do you give Hamilton? Do you like? Is there a number? <clears throat> Hamilton gets as many Channing Tatum's as there are years referenced in the musical. Nice. So seventeen eighty nine is referenced. <laughs> The election of 1800 is referenced. 
all sorts of things. So if we add up that number, okay. that is the amount of Channing Tatums it gets. Perfect. So thousands. <laughs> thousands of Tatums. <laughs> a movie with a show without Channing has a thou- has thousands. One with Channing gets 1.5. 1.5 Tatums. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Well, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can... Uh, Go listen to Hamilton. Yep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you can also check out the, is it the Hamilcast? The Hamilton uh, podcast? I think so. Yeah. There is a, you look that I'll up look real quick. quick. If you uh, use the hashtag Lady Pod Squad, you can check out a bunch of other podcasts that are hosted by other ladies, such as ourselves. Typically, they have some lady bits. I don't know why I'm talking about it. I'm just stalling for time while Wesley's looking up. Uh, this podcast name. The Hamilcast. The Hamilcast is... I'm pretty sure that's the one that Lady yeah. Manuel was a guest on. Mm-hmm. The Hamilcast is a part of the Lady Pod Squad. This girl is fantastic. If you like Hamilton, if you're interested in learning more, uh, Gillian, Jillian? She, okay. <laughs> Jillian uh, is a huge fan, and she has uh, been able to interview a lot of like the cast the crew, the creators of Hamilton. So if you're a fan and you also want to hear more about that, you can check out the Hamilcast. Highly recommend it. Um, she has all of her like episodes listed as well. Um, and like all of her different guests. She has all of those listed on her website. Super exciting stuff over there. Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's so perfect. I give Hamilton as many Lynn Manuel Mirandas as it does trading datums. Um, yeah, so you can, uh, check that out. Also, uh, keep your eyes out for the Columbus Podcast Festival 2019. We're working on it already. We're already in, like, production meetings. It's gonna be super exciting. We have some awesome partnerships coming out that we're excited to tell you guys about in the coming months. It's a couple months away, but keep your eyes out. Um, cool, is that all? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until then, this has been... Viewing party. We got in unison that time. We do. <laughs> Thank the Lord, I was gonna fire you. Okay, so I found the uh, Miss Magic Jesus number. If you want to okay, watch it, let's listen to it real quick. Okay. <laughs>